I feel bereft. <laughs> um, I I am resenting um, Sammy's absence. Uh, yeah, that's that's just killing me. It's okay. He'll be back next week. Yes. Well, what we, we got a we got a week without Sammy. Well, the, it was a there was a trailer for the 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 classic film. What was it Whip It? Yes. Oh, yeah. 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 And and all I could think was how much he'd hate it, and he wasn't here. <laughs> That woman hater, Sammy. I just wish he was here. There's no. I'm glad he's not here. He, he can't. We can talk I'm, all the shit, and there's nothing he can do about it. I want no part of this. Just, just because he's flawed doesn't mean that he's not capable of change. Just like Jeff Bridges in the film that we watched. Oh yeah. What show is this? We've well, oh. never seen any of this. Oh shit. <laughs> uh, I'm Andy. I'm TJ. I'm Raymond. And Sammy's a busy boy. Mm-hmm. He's not here today. Oh, so busy we decided. Land. But uh, the show must go on, as Freddie Mercury say. Yeah, he's, so. he's molding minds. Yeah. We're so, doing it in our own way. Yeah. He'll yeah. be back next week, but we thought, yeah. you know, it was time to get together, record a little podcast, watch a little movie. Obviously, yeah. if you're a dedicated listener to this podcast, you're impressionable. So yeah. we're, we're, we're affecting the youth of America. Yeah. If, you know, currently in world events, there's a pandemic of coronavirus going yes. around, and Meow. we decided what better way to celebrate than to get together get close and talking to one microphone. Oh, we've just been sticking our fingers in each other's mouths, probing around, just really trying to, yeah, get get it. Just get it. Feeling my face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had put out a big bowl of cashews. <laughs> yeah. You know, sans sneeze guard. Yeah. Uh, which is a normal standard fare in the Wickwire household. Yeah. I will say uh, I'm a bit miffed I wasn't offered ice uh, because normally that's been part of the routine. There's so much of it. There's so much. Listen, you want ice. It's always free and bountiful. In I like house. to be offered. Oh. That's it. Like it's it, the last. Wine and dine him. Yeah, the last three times I've been here, I've been offered ice, like All complimentary right. ice. <laughs> no, you don't have to get it now. Oh, oh he's <laughs> here. He goes. Oh. This joker would better work work better if the microphone picked it up. No, it's fine. <laughs> it's good. Oh, yep. There's ice. How nice. Wow, that's a lot. <laughs> Are you gonna get like a? Container of just ice. <laughs> I think so. Oh, oh, that's that's, that sounded like a lot. Yeah. Wow. Oh, fuck. Well, in my hand. In my hand. That's got to be record time. That's service right that's there. That's fucking fantastic. <laughs> I'm just put some whiskey in there. I can start writing some songs. Oh, Jeff. Yeah. Jeff's here. Oh, yeah. Glad to be. Glad to be here. Oh, uh, uh, what we watched today it was Raymond's pick. Yes. It was. We watched a little crazy heart. Yeah. Yeah, Raymond, why'd you pick this? Well, I, I, I can't remember where I had gotten the recommendation, but this movie came out in two thousand nine, and I remember hearing somewhere around that time that this was a lot of critics' favorite. So I'd watched it at that point, and I really, I remembered really liking it. And then a couple of years ago, when Hastings went out of business, I bought it for like three dollars on Blu-ray because I was like, oh yeah, I like that movie. And sat on my shelf ever since. I was like, you know what? Everyone loves uh, T-Bone Burnett and Jeff Bridges. So why don't we do that for the podcast? Yeah. Gorgeous. And yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. It's uh, it's It came out, I think, a year after The Wrestler. So oh, I, was, yeah. I was really feeling those uh, sad, aging men. Aging <laughs> men. Vibes. Sad aging men career film. Oh, yeah. Uh, he won the Oscar for this. Mm-hmm. And it won for best original song for the one at the end. Was it the one at the end, or was it the one that he played in the bar? It was the one at the end. Okay, man, the one he 
play the bar with Mud Bear song. Yeah. <laughs> but I, all the I songs like. are very good. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. It's definitely. It, we were saying it reminded me a lot of uh, a Star Is Born. Yes. The new one. Yeah. Yes. Definitely, probably took some influence from this movie. Oh yeah. Which I have not seen the newest Star Is Born, but I have seen two other ones. <laughs> but I I have gathered enough from what I know about how a Star Is Born works to to see that probably makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Um, well, and it's funny how uh, it'll use the repetition of songs to kind of get you feeling like a guy on the road that's played uh-huh, this song sure. 10,000 goddamn times. His one hit, which I enjoy that song a lot. Yeah. Oh, sure. But yeah, you hear it probably in full three, four times throughout uh-huh. the entire movie. There's a handful of songs I can enjoy 10,000 times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them mainly, I mean, top of the list is probably Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go. Yeah, yeah. That song I, never gets old. Yeah, like if they tried like some Guantanamo Bay shit with me, where they just play that over and over again, I'd be like, "You're getting nothing from me. I'm. You're not gonna crack this fucking nut. You fucked up." Yeah, and I know they did something similar that they did with A Star Is Born, mm. where they uh, there were actual concerts and festivals set up. Oh sure. And then uh, they'd say, "Okay, we got a 20 minute break." Uh, and Jeff Bridges and Colin Farrell would just go up on stage and everyone would be like, what the hell? Wow. <laughs> I forgot that Colin Farrell is actually like a musical man. Yeah, uh, they did all their own, all the singing mm-hmm. and performing in this movie is is actually them. And yeah, I mean, and I wasn't leery of this movie because I have some context of the, yeah. how well received a lot of the music mm-hmm. stuff was and the fact that I had listened to Jeff Bridges' other album that he had done with T-Bone Burnett mm-hmm. after he this. Re- he released one in like 2000, I think. No, this is way. This is after the fact. I think yeah, he did another too. one. Oh, after. he did another one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um. But that one um is is really great. And so I knew he could play. You know, because mm-hmm. he would do ads for like Gretsch. Um, yeah. And um. So he uh, I, knowing that going into it that someone can actually play helps me so much. Yeah. Because like I've seen so many bad fucking music movies. Like the there's one I can't I think MTV actually produced it and it was about Def Leppard. It was a Def Leppard oh, biopic. Def Leppard. I remember that. It's, it's on VH1 such a time. goddamn it's piece awful. of garbage. It's yeah, so it's bad. And and so yeah, it, that that kind of kills me when uh, like uh, I saw some scene I think from The Dirt, um, oh, and oh, I was yeah, like, I boy, I'm not fucking convinced. Yeah, and The Dirt was okay. I've heard. Yeah. I I I know that the the book The Dirt apparently is a very very interesting it's, it's something else it's yeah. a very interesting read i read that at like 12 mm-hmm. i hear it's, uh, a, it, it's an x-rated book that they made into a pg-13 movie yes oh, so <laughs> i just mainly like uh ramsey bolton playing mcmars yeah kind of fun. and yeah. that's mcmars is the i mean he is the best member of that band yes for uh for a m- being upstanding citizen yeah, for a myriad of and reasons he gets to play a cantankerous old man through it so yeah, yeah it's kind of fun yeah but yeah. uh i remember what it was fucking uh andre 3000 oh yeah uh, oh no 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 other one it was the one with fucking uh oh the guy for the fucking wire uh what's the guy uh fuck 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 fuck, fuck. god damn it i got imdb it off. was the Jimi hendrix um, one that uh one was able to use the music and one wasn't yes and the yeah. andre 3000 one was, was not yeah. and, but yes. i hear it was the better movie it and was if, and if it was able to use the music it, it would have been, been even better I know yeah which dude you're talking about bet oh god damn it oh i'm gonna find it <laughs> <laughs> and i'm gonna hate myself so much uh damn 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 okay no 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 <laughs> 
Motherfucker. Curling. Where are you? It, oh, is it yourself? It, it was Wood Harris. Oh, okay. Which guy? Wood Harris. This guy. Thrilling. Oh. Yeah. Sorry. Jesus. <laughs> no, you're good. But he, he did it, and he he was fine playing Hendrix. I was fine. But it was the fucking watching him try and fake play guitar. I was dying. Mm, yeah. It was yeah. really, really bad. Um, so it was a refreshing thing watching a movie where, like, all the people... Because it doesn't take that much to find a guy that can strum some fucking chords to stand in the yeah. back of a scene. And it really does make all the difference. It really does. Like, uh, did you guys ever see Bohemian Rhapsody? Nope. No. I think that's a that's a bad movie with a good performance. I know who does the vocals. It's yes. not Remy Malek. Remy no. Malek puts in a good performance. Sure. Like, he's very good in that mm-hmm. VH1 behind the music level sure. movie. Mm-hmm. The clips I've seen, it and, seems okay. And Rocket Man. Uh, I talked about Rocket Man. Yeah. That movie is far superior. Well, and Taron Edgerton does all of the learn singing. Learn to sing, yeah. Yeah, with Elton. And it shows. It, and I think he doesn't sound uh, like Elton Perfect. perfectly, yeah. mm-hmm. but I forgive it because it's actually him, and he's actually doing it. So, like, I forgave a lot of it in that movie. Brief sidebar, you know who sounds a lot like Elton John uh, is Elton John on the new Ozzy Osbourne album. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, that's so, awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I actually I wanted to actually do a brief sidebar because we're all, we're all big Ozzy fans. Uh-huh. We went to we Black Sabbath, Sabbath together. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah, I was wondering, what what's your guys' take on the record? Uh, I liked it for the most part. It was... It's, the lyrics are not perfect, but Ozzy was never the perfect lyricist. Yeah, uh, you know, he, it's, it's mainly he had really good bass players with really good lyric uh-huh. writing abilities for a long uh-huh. time. So and it's like his his later solo stuff is really emblematic of that. Yeah. But it's uh, I thought for the most part it's a, it's a pretty good collection of songs. I just wish it like it had a little bit more to it. Yeah. Uh-huh. But then I I just he did a Reddit AMA that's really funny because you can tell it's him writing them. And he was like, oh, yeah, I'm already, I liked it so much, I'm already back, going to be back in the studio writing new songs with the same Post Malone's producer. Good. Because that's the one who did it. But, like, the, the last song is really funny. I will say. Did. It's oh, like it's a raid? Post. Yeah. yeah, it's a raid. That's honestly my favorite track. It tickles uh-huh. me to no end that Ozzy is good friends with Post No, yeah, yeah, never in my fucking life did I, was I ever going to think I was going to utter the phrase, oh, yeah, my favorite track on the new Ozzy album is the one with that fucking white rapper guy on uh-huh. it. But and it's like and it's really good. They work really well together. Yeah, uh-huh. it's fine. <laughs> I would have never thought that they, they sound great together. The no, song yeah. that Ozzy did on on Post Malone's album, yeah, yeah, is really good. Yeah, I remember I it, played it for Emily, and she was like, "Ozzy still sounds like that." I'm like, "Yeah, well, the fuck well. <laughs> get him in a studio." Well, yeah, that was actually my well, biggest complaint of the album is the production is weak. Yeah. But that's yeah. the reason the album got made is that producer. Yeah, so it's tough in that regard because like Ozzy's got a little bit more vocal processing than I wish he had uh-huh. yeah. and the guitars kind of sound a little, little down yeah. and it's like if you look at the track list like the I think it's Duff McKagan is on a bunch of tracks isn't uh, yeah. Gus G the main guitar guy no, no not that was huh? for the last album oh. this one's all like session players and oh stuff. interesting but it's all like I can't remember that's who's weird but yeah it's uh You'd think that they'd find, like, some guy, you know? Yeah, well, it's like Zach Wilde's on tour with him. Yeah, well, they talked about doing a Zach Sabbath record, which would blow my fucking mind. Uh That'd be so good. But and, and that's that's my thing is like I like the album as a whole like the like the heavy like groovy songs mm-hmm. and shit are really good yeah. like a lot of the riffs uh-huh. in it 
Like there, like you said, some of the lyrics things like "I'll make you scream, I'll make you defecate." And I'm like, yeah. okay, this is fucking stupid. Uh-huh. But uh, the the slow Aussie songs are definitely slow Aussie songs. Uh-huh. Um, and like uh, "Holy for Tonight," you could probably forget about. Yeah. It didn't need to be on there. Mm-hmm. But my thing was going like. I mean, I don't know know if he was approaching this album going like, this is probably going to be the one of the last things. It's not the last thing. And so I, I mean, this is maybe apples and oranges, but I put it in like comparison to Black Star, where that is a very, very deep, dark meditation on human mortality. Yeah. And then I'm going like the last track on the, what's possibly the last Aussie record is a fucking Post Malone song. It's not even an Aussie song. Yeah. It's Take What You Want is put at the end. I was like, that's going to be the last note that I ever hear from is Aussie with fucking trap drums in the back. Like, I want to die a little bit. I appreciate that was was on there. I don't, though. I I don't don't know why it was the last song. That's really dumb. Has. Ozzy and Post any like that song was released over a year before this album came out I don't think it was a year ago but it was it was a while ago it was a minute ago yeah it was maybe December or something like that okay I think it was December okay but But, I mean yeah yeah it's it's really the last album with that feels like more of a Sharon thing anyway yeah the the last one before this he he ends with like a a minute and a half track where he thanks all his fans and he's like he says he loves them and that was the end of that album yeah. 10 years ago and then this one his last song on the album he goes fuck you all yeah that's amazing <laughs> that's, that's my thing as soon as I got to it I was like oh I, I bet that was because that's, that's the funny. spirit of it uh, like if that was the last thing that I heard yeah. on that album I'd be like that was fucking great and then yeah. I'd hear the post the song bonus, start I was the like the bonus track was just this the end song dumb yeah. Uh, but yeah. I like that song. It's, it's just yeah. a, it's an odd place. It's, uh, yeah. it's also yeah, it's just cognitive dissonance for me hearing Ozzy let... with trap drums. <laughs> yeah. Well, and probably the mindset is that people didn't are, hear it if they're Ozzy fans, or yeah. people are streaming it and they're streaming songs. They're not streaming the album. Right. Yeah. So, you know. I don't know. Oh, well. But okay, nice sidebar. Nice, yeah. nice, sidebar. nice yeah. sidebar. Like it a lot. But uh, so, Andre, what are your feelings on Crazy Heart? I liked it a lot. Yeah. You know, uh, it's it's not one of the you know fast paced, plot driven movies. It's really yeah. a character it, piece yeah, on yeah. on a, a sad, mm-hmm. ailing, mm-hmm. old man who's an alcoholic mm-hmm. and needs to get better. Mm-hmm. And I was honestly expecting it to go darker because uh-huh. a lot of times with these, when it said sixteen months months later at the very end of the movie and Colin Farrell came out and started singing I was going to be like oh this could be a tribute to him because he, uh-huh. he did and he wasn't and I did like how it ended it was a nice sweet ending uh-huh. and uh, yeah I think Jeff Bridges you know give that man an Oscar for anything he does because he's endlessly watchable it's uh, it's nice when he isn't like I enjoy seeing Jeff Bridges no matter what he's doing but it's it's nice that he wasn't like that he's given a full performance here. Yes. He's not just, like, chewing scenery like he's doing in, in maybe later roles in the last couple years. Right. Which can be fun, like Bad Times of the El Royale, where he plays, like, an ailing old man. Thank Robert. Right. You know, that's, that's a great performance, I think, he does. But then other times you have, like, Kingsman 2 stuff where he's really fun in it, but he's doing nothing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it was really nice. That is, I love Jeff Bridges. And uh-huh. it's nice getting, like, a later movie from him where he's he deserves that oscar i didn't realize he had actually gotten one for this movie i knew t-bone had got one for the music but yeah I knew jeff bridges had one and it deserved i think i know that i want to say this was the same year that the wrestler came out 
It's close. Because I not, think yeah. I think that was um, no, I got my years mixed no. up. But I, I know there was within, they're within a year of each other. Yeah, because yeah. I I don't think people were upset about Jeff Bridges winning this, but I know uh, what beat Mickey Rourke. People were like that didn't deserve to. Yeah, the wrestler is great, and it's uh-huh. it's very much this is in a similar vein. Although that is I feel like more depressing. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I would say the wrestler yeah. is much more, yes. much more depressing. This has got a nice bluegrass background to it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. The soundtrack is great. I love T Bone Burnett. It's for people who don't know outside of the music world, he also wrote and did the music for Oh Brother Where Art Thou. And The Big Lebowski. Yes. He was the consultant for The Big Lebowski. Sure. And he did Inside Lewin Davis. Oh. I, I still have not seen that movie. Me either. Maybe that's what we need to watch because I, yeah, I hear it's I incredible it yeah. and I, I know it's incredibly up my alley, uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, I just haven't seen it yet. I have seen the clip of Adam Driver and uh, oh. Oscar Isaac singing uh, a song about Mr. Kennedy. Oh, it's oh, really yeah. funny. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, maybe that's what we need to watch. But like, I got a real soft spot for music movies and, mm-hmm. and movies about the music industry. Me too. Like yeah. Almost Famous and, you know, Star is Born and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I love it. It's nice getting a a movie that shows what it... I mean, I'm not a touring, aging musician, but I imagine this is what it's like for a lot of mm-hmm. the older acts going around that never... I mean, maybe they had a, a heyday at some point 20, 30 years ago, but, but they now you're playing bowling pay. alleys. Yeah, they got... The, the movie opens with him playing a bowling alley. Yeah. Which is a fun little nod to Lebowski. Yeah, I was about to like, say, yeah, that was kind of yeah. fun. Um... <clears throat> I mean, nothing in terms of like movies about the industry. Nothing's ever going to top Rockstar. <laughs> oh no! What a film! <laughs> but I mean, this does its best. Hey, everybody can play in that movie. Those are all real people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? It's like Jeff Pilson from Dokken. Isn't Zach Wild in that movie? Zach Wild. Yeah. And uh, Jason Bonham. Yeah, nice. it's like a real band. Yeah. The only fake guy in it is Dominic West. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I forgot he was in that. It's fucking funny. Marky Mark. Oh boy! Yeah, it's great. He had a music career. Well, that counts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come out swinging. He's not. I think it's actually Jeff Scott Soto. Oh, maybe is actually singing on those. But oh, yeah. Sammy Hagar wrote uh, "Stand Up and Shout." Uh huh. Sure. Yeah, I mean it's great. Good for Sammy. <laughs> yeah. That that's a good fucking soundtrack. <laughs> oh, I won't deny that. Yeah. The movie's not great, but the, the movie, soundtrack's good. Movie's pretty silly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. No, I enjoyed it a lot. Hell yeah, very good. Um, yeah, no, I, uh, I, I really enjoyed it on like a on a level that's a little more visceral, having spent time in the Southwest. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, and working. I forgot in, the yeah. entire the entire movie takes place right around like three states. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I think he mentions Pueblo, and uh-huh. I was like, yeah, fucking drove through there. That piece of shit. Well, <laughs> no, it's be- fine. It's actually kind of a cool place. Towards the beginning of the movie, didn't you recognize uh, a fucking bar? To the bar? Oh, well, in like, in fairness and in retrospect, it's just like, there's a lot of bars that fucking look like that, uh-huh. but if it, it, if it is in fact in Santa Fe where they shot, then yeah, there is a bar there that I in fact had been to. And and working at a tap house and where they had music every weekend, it's like, yeah, there, I met fucking a hundred guys like this. Mm-hmm. And they're really, really nice, and they're really, really sweet, and they're a pain in the fucking ass. Because, like, 
they play really well and they're really amiable and then you go like hey can i get you something to eat he's like oh you know pack me something to go and then the, half of their pay ends up being in beer and they just yeah by the end of the night trying to get them out into their fucking beater bronco or whatever and try and get them home it's like boy you're not helping yourself buddy and uh and yeah even like on a like a personal level too like being early in my own kind of uh, stages of recovery too like like i had mornings like that morning where he was just like oh man got food poisoning and or you know like yeah it fucking sucks and you can feel yourself like totally breaking down and there's like weird like hills and valleys like you would see where like you know there was nights where he was fucking killing it and his Mm. band was on it and he's like dancing with people and they're all having a great time and he gets paid and like everybody's just happier than a pig and shit and then two days later he's back to you know dry heaving in the morning and Mm. fucking not getting anything written and any of that shit because it just eats your will to live you know it it makes you content with watching softcore porn and drinking whiskey (laughs) at nine in the morning like you know yeah so a lot of that reverberated with me and you know on my gut instinct when i first got to the ending was like this feels a little cornball but then i'm like this is good (laughs) this is this is nice to see that it's not like every other movie where it would have been a tribute 16 Uh months later and he's fucking dead you know like it's nice it felt like i said like a little cornball at first Uh and then i'm like no this is really nice because like even just like when he's like cleaning shit up or whatever Uh like you know the fact that the movie takes the time to show that to demonstrate it's not just like magic like oh well i just i just talked to people about my problems and then all my problems were Uh solved i had no work to do it was great my my, just it's magic it's fantastic Uh but it's like no it takes fucking work and there are gonna be people that you can't build a bridge with or build that same rebuild a bridge with rather you know some people that you just you're never gonna know them that that way again yeah you know and yeah and you have to you know that you know the fact that he accepts that you know there's even one cute little i mean it's not cute it's like a cinephilic thing for me where like they're pulling back and you can barely hear what they're talking about and you can see him like try and almost like put his hand on her back and Uh she kind of swats it away Uh and it's like it uh, no yeah Yeah. and he's still so it's you know showing that he's still working and Mm. You know that he hasn't accepted that but he's come a long way and so yeah that that was just nice for me to go like mm-hmm. ah he didn't have to die this is good well, yeah i think when he breaks his rolls his breaks his ankle or whatever it is in that car accident the doctor tells him either he's got cancer or he's on his way to if he doesn't fix his lifestyle it's like stop drinking or uh-huh. you're gonna have a heart attack yeah mm-hmm. it's like you're you're gonna go anyway so you might as well you know ease up and make it last longer yeah and it takes him the rest of the movie to figure that out but it's 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 a refreshing ending yeah it's not i mean it would have made more dramatic sense for him to have died or something and then it's like the the last bits of tribute and you feel like your heart swell a little bit in sadness but it's nice that like it gives you that positive message yeah that like you can return mm-hmm. and he gets to have a whole second or third win to his career at the end, near the end of his life where he gets to do yeah. something with it totally exactly yeah yeah that's it's really nice uh even like are you I, I, have either of you guys seen the wonderful piece of cinema uh country strong oh it sounds familiar <laughs> with gwyneth paltrow yeah, and tim, tim mcgraw about. and then a bunch of no-name people I do, have not I've seen it, but it, I know what I you're talking about. Yeah. Boy, uh, if if you'll allow me to ruin this experience for you, 
that that spoil me baby that fucking <laughs> that fucking movie takes a such a hard left and yeah. that very thing with gwyneth paltrow's character where it's oh, like shit. she's been cheating on tim mcgraw the whole time with fancy young fucking you know jason aldean guy or whatever <laughs> and then okay. yeah she's she's been she, she started drinking again and she's so bad and then and she sings to a little boy with cancer and then now she's feeling bad oh i don't need to drink anymore until i kill myself oh, and then shit. you're like oh god no the mm-hmm. last five minutes of the film where we're supposed to feel bad for this yeah. asshole person <laughs> you know and they they really fucking took the time and effort to film like they didn't have a festival i imagine where gwyneth paltrow was just gonna be a headliner at fucking watershed yeah. or whatever they just you know filled up a room and then really went to the nines with like fucking wardrobe changes and set pieces Damn. and everything to film uh, this fake arena country show thing just for her to die uh-huh. like five minutes later <laughs> it was the dumbest fucking movie and so i'm glad they didn't do that yeah yeah it's nice yeah yeah it's cool. it, it really uh hits home in this movie how alone you can be oh, where it's like he has one friend and it's his or two friends and one's his manager and one is the the guy at the bar that Robert he's been Duvall. friends with. Yeah, Robert <clears throat> Duvall, who he's been friends with forever, it sounds like. And then his support system is a girl he met on the road. Yep. And that's that's all he's got. Who's, like, the same age or younger than his son that he never talked to. Right. Oh, man, that scene <laughs> is rough. Yeah. Yeah. You totally understand it, but you're still like, fuck, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, for sure. It was very... Uh... I mean, it wasn't to the, to the same level, but, like, it's just, like, you're sitting there just watching him wallow uh-huh. and try to, like, make the best of a bad situation. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, you're just like, oh, just stop. Uh-huh. Hang up. <laughs> well, it's, it's you know, it's, it's an interesting perspective in the fact that, like, when you have a drinking problem, the little tiny shit, like, that gets to me now... Like, I had, a, like, a weird exchange with, like, a gas station attendant before I came here. Mm-hmm. So, like, that I thought about that twice while I was watching the movie. But that shit, you just completely, you know, brush off whatever. But, like, truly cataclysmic shit like that just absolutely guts your entire fucking being. Yeah. And, yeah, that's, that's yeah, it's it's rough to watch because I was like, ah! Eek! <laughs> Too relatable. Too real! Uh. Yeah, so... <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, um, I like the child actor that they had in this, actually. Oh, yeah, he's fun. He was a really cute kid. If yeah. a kid doesn't, uh, like, totally fucking decimate my attention span, then they I'm, gave him just good. enough to do. Yep. <laughs> it, it, yeah, and it seems like. It likes you... biscuits and cars. Love it. Well, and I'm, I imagine Jeff Bridges is like a grandpa in real life. Sure. Oh, yeah. Because he's got big grandpa energy oh, in this oh, movie. Oh, yeah. He's got them famous biscuits. Oh, oh yeah. He knows how to play uh, finger football. Yeah great love it love it brings you to his favorite bar <laughs> just my granddad okay just yeah. no. <laughs> oh no but the uh yeah i imagine it was one of those situations where the kid was just being a kid uh-huh. you know he didn't have to memorize lines or right. anything probably he's just like all right him. yep just put a kid in a room with the biscuits just go play yeah. with jeff let, let, let him, let him riff on biscuits reactionary he yeah doesn't really have a whole lot to say other than like maybe answer the phone which know? is honestly the best way to do it yeah yeah, yeah. 
Well, like your your kids in your movies, unless it's like ET, they don't uh, need to be delivering your exposition, uh-huh. right? Fuck. Well, like you, the impact that the smallest thing can have, like you know, uh, I think you told me the story about like why the the kids in Peanuts talk all fucking weird. It was because like whoever like their vocal coach was like talked really slow and monotone, mm-hmm. and so all the kids were like just do getting line readings from this guy, yeah, and so they all talk like like fucking they're they're a little touched. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like yeah, that's why is because it, like, about that. That's yeah, funny. that established like the parlance of children's television for like time immemorial mm-hmm. is this one fucking idiot dick that talks slow. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, like I think that uh, Monsters Inc. Uh, the little oh. girl, the little girl who plays Boo was mm. one of the animators' children, oh, and they just funny. they just chased her around the studio and were just getting like line readings and uh-huh. they just put it in where it fit. That's Cause, funny because you know in that movie she doesn't really talk, but uh-huh. it it works really well because it's natural. Well, yeah, they, natural they, kids. They did sounds. the same thing on South Park where uh, Ike. Oh, is Ike. Like, oh, Ike. Like, one of their daughters and it's like it's it's just all the children is just literally the animators' children uh-huh. and it's just like they record their babble. And that's the majority of their dialogue. It's just random shit that they say. There's, that's great. I think there's uh-huh. footage from the making of the movie uh-huh. of, I think it's Matt Stone's daughter uh-huh. and his wife, and they're in the studio, and they're like, do not repeat this, but say fuck. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 they're just trying to get uh-huh. their baby to curse. I love it. It's like a parrot. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus uh, Christ. This was written and directed by Scott Cooper. Mm-hmm. I, has he done anything else? He has. He on he has eight movies listed on IMDb uh, coming up. Oh wow! Oh, I, I know there's one coming up that Maybe he's doing. Uh, have you seen the trailer for Antlers? No. no. It's a, it looks very scary. It's produced by Guillermo del Toro. Ooh, and it's a, uh, no. Oh. It's uh, about a child who's <laughs> like fought. It, I believe what the trailer looks like is like this kid is poor, lives with his dad, and his dad gets sick mm. and turns into like a giant like elk monster oh no i did see the trailer for and this. carrie russell is the teacher and she's oh. like hey how is it at home and he's like ah, i just gotta bring meat home sometimes and she's like huh <laughs> oh yikes yeah okay. it looks very scary but he he did hostels that uh western oh. with um uh, christian bale yeah i don't know that one I and do. he did black mass the johnny depp uh oh you've seen that i have not seen i that. have and he did out of the furnace with christian bale Oh, oh, I've seen nothing that this guy okay. yeah. in this. So, I mean, he's been consistently <laughs> yeah, working. Those are all pretty consistently good shit. But, yeah, upcoming projects he has. It uh, One, Antlers, which is coming out, like, next month. Nice. Uh, uh, if coronavirus yeah. allows. Uh, Doesn't sound like one that's going to get suspended. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> it says he has a movie in production called A Head Full of Ghosts, and then in development he has one, two, three, four, five, six things. Oh. So he is his own Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. <laughs> <probably>. <laughs> Well, I wonder because what like a uh, Nick Polizzi, the guy oh, that from did, True Detective? yeah, well, he shot True Detective around for like ten years. Yeah, yeah. So maybe this dude's just had a bunch of shit lying around. Another T Bone Burnett, uh, didn't he oh, do the music for that for uh, season one? I believe he did. Yeah, yeah. I I know he did the I, theme song. I I know he did oh, season did. one. I don't know if he did season three, season, but that wouldn't shock oh, me. I still haven't seen season. Whoa, three. Season motherfucker! Got, like, Stephen Dorff is so good. I love that guy. Yeah. I need to sit down and just take some time to watch it. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. It's so good. I wanted to see Mahershala Ali get all sad, and then I go, no, I don't want to see that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, some, that shit's rough. But, God, Stephen Dorff. God bless him. <laughs> God just, bless Stephen Dorff. Did you see that season? 
in season three? Yeah. Yeah. When he and fucking started. Ugh. When I, he just, I finish it. When like he they, just goes yeah. in and starts the bar fight. Oh, yeah. Like, that's one of my favorite fucking scenes in the whole thing. Yeah. But that gives away nothing. But, like, yeah. The, oh, man. It was so fucking good. Yeah. No, that season was much better oh. than season two. And I, I enjoyed season two. I, season I didn't two. I didn't check it out just because, I mean, I shouldn't have let other people's uh, opinion color it. But, you know. I, I think it's I, a I different still, show. Yeah. Yeah. I should go back and watch it. Also, I like Colin Farrell. Farrell. Yeah. Yeah. He had a, oh man this is weird the, he looks like a fucking magician in this movie yeah he looks like a street magician oh man better a pickup artist oh the, boy <laughs> the scene in season two of true detective with him and his uh his disappointing child yes and oh isn't he go he goes and like starts a fight with another kid mm-hmm. and starts beating the shit out of a child mm-hmm. and it's like oh my god nice yeah cool all right yeah you'd like it yeah i bet <laughs> What, Irish guy beating up kids? It sounds like a dream job. That, yeah, yeah. I don't give a fuck yeah. about their kids. Yeah, yeah. fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Watch kids getting punched all day. Yeah. yeah. That, that could be my screensaver. That'd yeah. be good for it. I always think it's weird to see um, <laughs> Jeff Bridges uh, not play a good guy. Like, he plays right. a good guy in this movie with demons. Shades. Yeah. yeah. A good guy with demons, but like. I always get so weirded out seeing him as the bad guy in the first Iron Man. Oh, yeah. And it's like, he's not a bad guy. He's no. good in that movie, uh-huh. but he's it just is not in my... I don't even think of that as Jeff Bridges most of the time. No. I forget. Yeah. Because he doesn't look like himself. No, he's, he's got a head, yeah. Beard, yeah. And he's quite round in it. He's just... He's such a... <laughs> I don't know if that's a character designer, just him. I don't know. Could be a little column A, column B. Yeah. yeah. Might be. He's such like a soft, nice man. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, and I I love Jeff Bridges' dad bod. Like that's mm-hmm. that's that might be supreme dad bod. Yeah, is Jeff Bridges? Because like you get a full shot of it in this movie with yeah, a couple times. Oh man! It's oh, when funny. he's driving around in his uh, truck with no shirt on. Oh, mood, 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 big mood. Oh man! <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> go drive my gonna go drive my Bronco with no shirt on. And dollar store aviators and Paul Mall cigarette. Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I really did, yeah, thoroughly thoroughly enjoyed, uh, really good, really good music film, obviously, like, all the way throughout, Mm -hmm. without relying on being a jukebox musical. Right. You know, like, they Mm could have thrown in, I think there was, what, like, a Hank Jr. song in there, but, like, short of that, I didn't really hear him doing any, like, he didn't do fucking Ring of Fire or, you know, like, Waylon Jennings or anything like that, so, like... Yeah, it 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 felt yeah purer that way, and then also like the world building of like mentioning people that I'm not sure exist, uh-huh. like when he's like rattling off people that he listened to when he was a kid, and like other people that he's known or whatever. It's just like, yeah, fucking Sugar Bottom Mc, Mc, McGilligitty, like yeah. yeah, that could be a real fucking guy. I don't Very know. Well could be. Yeah, you know, he could be some legend from Lubbock, Texas that I've never heard of. I yeah. don't fucking know. Like that's how this culture is. And Very. It was convincingly built. Yes, it yeah. was very believable mm-hmm. that he this is, could be a real person that exists. This yes. could be a biopic. Totally. Mm-hmm. Well, and I was under the impression for some reason that he was supposed to be playing like a Neil Young kind of character oh, in this, and I was like, uh, no, fucking no. dead ass wrong, yeah. no. Uh, maybe because I have the crazy horse association, oh, oh. and I heard someone talk about it. I don't know. But I also don't know the trials and tribulations of Neil Young other than watch a bunch of his friends die from fucking heroin overdoses. Right. So, um, oh yeah, he got married like Racing. last year, yeah. like Daryl Hannah. Uh huh. Oh yeah. Which yeah, is yeah he did. Which is great. Good for him. Yeah. 
I'm um, super invested in the music industry. <laughs> Put out like he releases all of his own music on his website. Yeah, he, like high, super high quality and shit like that. I think that. he yeah. announced yesterday that he has uh, six recordings that he found from like thirty years ago. Ma, that he's fuck. Go- that he's gonna that he's gonna release this I year. Wish Give I it to me. His music more. Yeah, oh, I love Neil Young. I like a lot of it, but not not a, not. A, archivist like no i know, appreciate that there's yeah. an artist taking so much control of his own work he shows up a lot uh pearl jam concerts oh that's that's ah, right. fucking great yeah well there was a concert where eddie was too fucking drunk and like sick uh-huh. and so neil came in filled in yeah <laughs> so neil young doing pearl jam songs it sounds fucking awesome yeah <laughs> i'd watch that did you hear they canceled their whole tour uh yeah. no yeah they added the list what yeah. slipknot just canceled not fest no <laughs> no. I had tickets. <laughs> oh, fuck. Sorry, people eat people equal shit right now. Yeah, shit. Yeah, I can't do it. Yeah. Well, it's a sad world we live in oh, right now, man. folks. It's a it's a not festless world. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, you have any uh, parting thoughts on the film? Uh great, uh, great, great stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I good. knew the movie was good, but it's been probably five or six years since I watched it, so right. it was. It was nice to be reaffirmed in my beliefs mm-hmm. <laughs> that I had picked a good movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah, It's the the soundtrack is great. I had, I, I had remembered that it was T-Bone Burnett, but I hadn't remembered any of the songs, so I guess I'll be listening to that all week now. Yeah. Motherfucker. Yeah, it's one of those soundtracks that's just like, I could just put this on in the background. Yeah. It's just a nice, like, mulling, mulling about music. Uh, yeah, mu- music supervisor is a, a role that gets overlooked a lot, and yeah. it's really essential. I, I remember uh, reading in that David Lynch book, uh, talking about marrying music to a moment. Like, yeah. like mm-hmm. the idea of the opening shot for Blue Velvet was like that close-up of an ear with the song. And so mm-hmm. that's where that whole thing, that was the whole well from where that came from. And T-Bone Burnett is one of those brilliant guys that's really, really good at yeah. picking a mood and and they always say the best score is the one you don't notice Mm -hmm. and that's true and it's through this whole fucking thing he's just really really solid and the uh a lot of people don't remember oh brother where art that was a moment yeah that kind of brought back a resurgence of bluegrass yes and uh that the album won grammy for album of the year i'm pretty sure no shit yeah the soundtrack to oh brother where art that won grammy of the year for album of the year those soggy bottom boys those soggy bottom boys i mean every song on that album is a banger it's a fucking yeah yeah, bluegrass banger in Mm -hmm. the jailhouse now is a bluegrass (laughs) banger known as a cousin oh no (laughs) gotcha oh no (laughs) well it's just it's always good to know that (laughs) that um Fucking what's his name from Oh Brother Where Art Thou sings in the jailhouse now. Everett. Oh yeah. And uh, has a Grammy for it, so God bless him. Yeah. And I think the Cohen brothers were just like, Do you wanna try and sing it? And he was like, Sure. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, because all the other songs are like an actual band. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. that one, that's very funny. Uh-huh. Because uh, George Clooney doesn't actually sing no, um, no, 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 Constant no. Sorrow. That's no. uh, Union Station, I yes. believe. Yeah, so what, fucking Jerry Douglas. I got to see Jerry Douglas. Yeah. Uh, he was on tour with Tommy Emmanuel. And that guy, like, I've never been nearly brought to tears by a guy, like, playing guitar by himself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, not singing, not nothing. Like, he was just playing, and I just was fucking moved. That yeah. guy's an animal. And he's, uh, like, also, like, a giant Tom Waits fan. Oh. Like, he was talking about how he got the box set on vinyl and just locked himself in a room and just listened to it oh, for, shit. like, a week. All right. And, yeah, no, he's just a bad motherfucker. It's fantastic. <laughs> uh, I wish he was in this. Hmm. But, yeah. But, yeah, uh, whose pick is it next? I think it's you. 
Uh, or Samwise. I think it's Sammy. But if not, I have some to pick. Yeah, cool. I know I think we're going to do a roundup episode because uh-huh. it's been a while and we all got a lot. I actually have a list of stuff. We got a list. I, I did some work last week, so yeah, I got, <laughs> I got some stuff. I had to wear the cone of shame last week because it had okay. been it had been like what I think two weeks since before that since we had gotten together. Yeah, and I still hadn't watched a fucking goddamn thing. Right. It's weird because like because I just been doing a lot of hand therapy. I just been doing a lot of crafting. Mm-hmm. I made I made three boats out of foam core. Yeah. For my D and D game, they're like full. Well, not full-size boats, obviously, but they're they're decent-sized boats. Full yeah. scale. Yeah. Boats. And, yeah, so I, I'll be, like, listening to Critical Role or, like, an audiobook or, like, whatever the fuck until, you know, because I can't devote attention. So right. I'm I'm making the promise here on this podcast oh, right now that next time. Our yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna get through uh, season four of uh, Better Call Saul uh, by, oh. by the next time we be. All right. Me too. Yeah. Oh. So we can have something to, I can to talk about. Start, I can start season five. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, see? Yeah. I, I, those have been stacking up on the DVR, and I've been looking at them and going, eh. <laughs> How are you going to feel about watching season five knowing you worked on it? Well, I'm better about some things than others. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and then going like, ah, oh, yeah, that was fucking dope. And and I can't wait to talk to you guys about a little uh-huh. a little behind Inside the scenes, Ooh, a little Ooh-hoo. in the know. Ah, Beautiful. yeah. My, my original pick for this week was gonna be Man from Uncle, which I promised on a podcast. Yeah. Previously, I haven't seen but, that. It looks good. Oh, good. I'm glad. None, so, oh, no, I've seen I have. Seen, oh, you have. I've seen it. Okay, I love so that movie. Sammy and TJ have not seen it. Yeah. Good because I I was like I wanted to do it for my next pick. I was like Sammy's got to be here. Yeah. Because it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun time. Fucking we'll the alcoholic mm-hmm. country singers to the to the three boys. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yep. <laughs> All right. Great. All right. Yeah. Well, well, I think that does it for this week's episode. I've never seen any of this. Uh, Raymond, if they want to send us uh, a tweet on the Twitter, how, what would they address oh, it to? Send a tweet on, on the, the Twitter? Twitter? Yeah. A tweet on the Twitter. Well, you would do that <laughs> at NSAOTPod. That's where you can at us if you want to if you want to send us a little message. At me next time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well you know what? I actually... <laughs> was gonna add you to the twitter account Don't but do you've got four well i mean not not personally but mm-hmm. like link your twitter account mm-hmm. but you have like four yeah we so, have to find yeah. out which one it is yeah yeah yeah. some of them have things you don't no <laughs> no <laughs> and i found that out typing your name in multiple times and seeing how many i followed and going oh yeah that was oh, like 2012 no. you don't boy want that. That <laughs> yeah, that. boy so you could you could tweet us <laughs> yeah, at the t- what the yeah that, those are my old james gunn tweets uh-huh. yeah. oh, yes, is, <laughs> tj you're not gonna get to direct guardians of the galaxy i will say batiste is gonna be so mad with full confidence it absolutely is <laughs> so uh yeah if you wanted to send us a tweet it would be at, at nsaot pod yeah. And uh, our letterboxed accounts are listed there in a pinned tweet. Mm-hmm. You could email us at neverseenanyofthispod at gmail.com. It is a lonely inbox. I would encourage anyone who listens to Please send us some mail. Please. I check it every day. Yeah. No one sent me any messages. <laughs> and uh, you can also check out the new Fiverr account. Uh, so it's more <laughs> oh, no. easy to acquire pictures of my feet. Can you do that? Um, <laughs> yeah, of course. Well, that's really handy because right. then you could also. No, it's really it's feet related, but go oh. on. Yeah. Shut up. Well, you could incorporate <laughs> your hands because you could uh-huh. you could make a commission a song from you. Like sure. You could build them a custom D and D thing, or yeah, they could pay five dollars for feet picks. Yeah, yeah. Which I, is probably yeah. the main seller. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I could play like nothing else matters with my feet if they wanted. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Oh, you've been building up that skill. Oh yeah. 
guess I'm gonna have to make a purchase and then cost me. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> God damn. All right, well, we'll see you guys next time. Thanks for listening. Yep. Bye. Bye. Bye.